Hello, and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew. Hello. How's it going? <sighs> no honest, comment. Honest. Let's get an honest response here about how. Can't you can't you going. tell from my no comment? Well, no comment doesn't say very much for. Oh, I think it says a lot. I think it says everything. No comment. All right, fine. What do you want to know? You never use no what comment do you know? when you're having the best time of your life? No. When you're having the time of your life? Does anybody? <laughs> How's it going? No comment. You're weird. <laughs> you want to know the best thing that's happened to me so far this week? Yes, tell me. This week? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize this was happening right under my nose. Best thing? Mm-hmm. Sweatpants shorts. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Sweatpants Shorts. Not any particular brand, just all of Sweatpants Shorts. If you don't have a pair of Sweatpants Shorts, get yours now. Yes, check it out. Go searching. Find yourself some. Order as many as you can <laughs> before they're gone. What is it about Sweatpants Shorts that um, made it the best thing that's happened to you this well, week? Well, I mean, it's just been that kind of a week, basically. Mm. Tell me more. Not to take away from the sweatpants shorts, though. They're nice. They are nice. How many pairs did I get? Two. Two. Need to need to up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> you need a pair of sweatpants shorts for every day of the week. That's that'd be that'd be wise. At least you could probably wear you could probably wear one like two days of the week, you know, without washing it. Gross. It's not that gross. Gross. Especially in quarantine time when I'm not going anywhere, nowhere to be, just around you. Had you not never seen or heard of sweatpants shorts before? I probably have. I just uh, never thought that they were for me. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably just tradition, sticking with either traditional, like, I don't know what you call those, like, nice-ish shorts. Chinos. Chino shorts? Sure. Like the cotton ones. I guess chinos. so, like smart I mean, casuals. Okay. These well, are cotton too, but they're French terry. They're like a they light. What, they know what sweatpants are. Uh, I mean, there's some sweatpants shorts that are fleece. Anywho. Okay. What else do you want to know? <laughs> uh, talk to us about the week that you've had. I don't know. I think you're making the entire week based on I don't remember 24 anything. hours. I don't remember anything before yesterday. That's before the problem. you tilted your face off? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, you don't remember renting a oh, yeah, that's baby right. blue Cadillac? That's right. Yeah, that was pretty good. I remember <laughs> there were some good things that happened this week, I suppose. You don't remember driving down Las Vegas Boulevard? That's right. In a drop top, turning heads? Yeah. Why did you rent a baby blue Cadillac, Andrew Nini? Uh, because we had a special event to get to this week. Do you want me to say what it was? Sure. <laughs> Boosie's an American, 100%. 100%. Uh, We're on equal ground now. She's, what does that mean? She's no longer part of any country that is not number one in the world. <laughs> she's now part of a citizen of the greatest country in the world. How does that feel? The greatest country in the world. You seem speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. You seem like you're not sure what to say, how to respond to that. 
Uh, yeah, I had my naturalization ceremony after twelve years. Why do they call it naturalization? It's not. It's not natural. You're not. You're not naturally American. We're just pretending that you're naturally American. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hand in all your other stuff, so they erase your history yeah. before becoming American. So you become naturally American. Okay. I just made that up, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after what ten years, multiple visas, thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of dollars and, in visa fees, and dozens and dozens of paperwork, paperwork sheets. appointments, visa appointments, renewing visas, expiring visas, passport. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're now uh, we're now the same. We're the same. We're American. completely, completely the same. We're the my, same person, basically. My friend Melissa said, "You're marrying America." <laughs> That's right. You're marrying America. So, yeah, there we go. Um, Except you're not really, I mean, it's probably tougher to get a divorce. From America? From this marriage, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would do that. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure how you do that. You can renounce your citizenship. Right. I know people have done that, but I'm not really sure how to do that. Usually... I think you have to leave and never come back, right? No, that doesn't renounce your citizenship. It's usually uh, really super wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Who are like, fuck paying taxes in America. They're like, I'm going to be a citizen of the Cayman Islands. Bye. Yeah. Well, maybe hopefully someday that'll be you. That'd be cool. <laughs> Something to shoot for. <laughs> Renounce your citizenship for uh-huh. the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I mean, the process is so long and it was, it comes at a time where you, we're all thinking about the the way the country is structured, right? And mm-hmm. the the being, what does it mean to be American? Um, what does it mean to you to be American, Andrew? I, I'm not sure, really, because it's all I've ever been. So, I mean, that's not to say I haven't gone elsewhere and seen elsewhere. Yeah. But, uh, Do you contrast that from where you... So, if you're, say, in Italy, do you, you know, sort of comparing things they don't do in Italy and then saying, this, America is this because mm-hmm. of this? Um, I guess so. I mean, I guess when you go to, like, Western Europe, then the culture might have some different aspects to it, but probably for the most part is pretty similar, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to, like... Watch your mouth about the government, things like that. You know, nothing serious like that. In, Whereas they might, they might like have longer dinners. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the Italians might like, you know, do that three-hour dinner thing, yeah. which is awesome. Um, good for them. Or you know, Spain has their siesta life. Uh, but you know, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing too drastic. I don't think when it comes to that. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Like we've been to China together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if we were to like, I don't know, what would happen if we if we decided to protest the government over there? Bad things? I don't know. No, I, I really don't know. Uh, I mean, Hong Kong is not China per se, but yeah. they protested. Sure. Um, but like, we've been to Shanghai. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess like, I guess if you go to that kind of a place, then you might ponder these things more often. But uh I don't know. As an American, I think there was uh, there was this 
YouTube video I saw once with uh, featuring Henry Rollins, which is a guy who was in a band called Black Flag and has done like spoken word tours as well. And uh, just kind of like, I don't know, done various things and spoken about what it's what it's like to be an American. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll have to we'll have to bring it up. You can maybe put a link in the show notes. But he was talking about how he doesn't think of himself as American. He thinks of himself as an Americanist, which hmm. he just sort of describes as like uh, the way, I guess, like focusing on capitalism and using that system to, I guess, uh, both find the thing that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and prospering from it. Right. Um, so he's done that like a couple different ways, again, with his band and then with the spoken word tour and stuff. Um, so he's like a big proponent of that while also um, not the biggest fan of various aspects of the government and stuff right. like that, as as many people are. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting take. I don't know. I won't, uh, I guess, get too deep into it because I'll probably just screw up a lot of what he was trying to say. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I think, I don't know. I was just thinking about that because like, um, you know, so much of the American way is capitalism and for better or worse, oftentimes for worse, but we don't have to go too deep down that road. Okay. <laughs> I just want to backtrack Yeah. and talk about the experience of your ceremony or of becoming an american no i mean that would take too long (laughs) okay that would be like five hour podcast all right hit me with the experience so monday that happened on monday right it was monday when i became an american or married america i got dressed you know i worked in the morning my ceremony was at 2 p.m no three o'clock right and uh, i got ready and headed downstairs to leave. Mm-hmm. And instead of going to where the car is parked, we went out the front um, and there stood a baby blue 1961 Cadillac. Yes. And Andrew's beaming face. <laughs> <laughs> Convertible. Convertible. Yes. Top down. Top down. 101 degrees. Was it 101? Something. It felt like like 175. (laughs) I didn't check, but yeah, somewhere in between there. (laughs) So um, what was going through your mind when you, how did you get to this, this gesture? Uh, Well, I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of like a big deal. I mean, you can make it as big or as not big of a deal, I guess. Uh, as you wish mm-hmm. each person can. So I don't know. I think it's kind of a big deal. And I guess we always sort of looked towards that date uh, of the, the ceremony, the mm-hmm. naturalization ceremony, and just assumed that we would have some sort of like celebration, you know, maybe not massive party, mm-hmm. but some sort of uh, fun thing around it. And it's like, you know, it's just the end of worrying about visas and all that stuff, like you said. So it's, I think it's worth celebrating. Um, but uh, with the current situation going on worldwide, that is coronavirus, uh, everything is like dampered. So that includes, which you, you can maybe get into a little bit more, but the ceremony itself, uh, gatherings with friends and family, parties, all the above. Mm-hmm. 
I just felt like something needed to be done to sort of like, you know, cue up the the fun of the the day or whatever of the of the moment. And um, I don't know. That was just it's it's something that's like classic American, mm-hmm. you know, Americana ish, and um, just wanted you to ride there in style, you know. That was very sweet and thoughtful, even though my makeup was running down my face. <laughs> so most cars in 19, from 1961 don't have air conditioning. <laughs> and I was completely drenched. And we live in Las Vegas, which is just so happens is in the middle of the desert. Not usually the best combination for uh, towards the end of June. <laughs> so... Um, Boosie was definitely a little bit skeptical, I think. Yeah. I I mean, it, when I saw the car, I was like, whoa, that is so cool. And immediately I was like, I'm wearing long sleeve and my makeup is, I already feel hot because I run hot as it is. I was like, oh no, uh-huh. we're going on the freeway. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. When it gets like over a hundred there's there's no real such thing as like a breeze you know there might be wind but i don't think the word breeze applies you know yeah it's just hot wind that car is a total head turner yeah how many people stopped i don't know to admire we had or ask questions we had it for 24 hours and uh it's just interesting that like so many people get like taken back to their their day or whatever Mm -hmm. or uh you know, uh, a car that they used to have or, you know, what have you. I'm sure it's just like, yeah, my dad or uncle or somebody that they knew had that car. Yeah. Because it wasn't even, it was everybody, right? Young, old, white, black, woman, men. Oh, your car. What's a nice car. Ooh, what year is that? It was just agreement around this thing, <laughs> right? Like everybody agreed it was beautiful and yeah. how... uh you know, somebody had it and it's stunning and you it's been so well looked after. Mm-hmm. I wonder even I wonder, especially now, because like I think you I think you might have said this, but uh, it, it probably gives people memories to what they would call a simpler time in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so like with everything that's stressing people out these days for one reason or another, it might take them back to simpler times in America. Yeah. You know, which, again, for better or worse, but um yeah, as soon as I brought that car to our building and uh, parked it out front and I was feeding the meter, there was some random uh, group of three people that were doing a photo shoot for who knows what. But they said, hey, can we, can we uh, take a photo uh, with that car, with your car? And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And the, the photographer was like, and can she sit in, in the car, in the driver's seat? I was like, I. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's fine. Go ahead. Should be open. <laughs> like, great, great. Thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, like as soon as we brought it back and then like all the times we were driving it around, lots of comments. But yeah, we made it to the naturalization ceremony. Andrew couldn't come. No friends, family, nobody could uh, be a part of it, which is unlike it usually is. Um, yeah. Usually you can have, you know, friends and family come in see you become an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, we're not supposed to talk about what goes on in the ceremony. I don't know why, but... Really? Yeah. But we were all masked. Did you get some top secret information that some of us don't know about? <laughs> what do you know? How to be 
a better American. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. You know, we were all masked and socially distant mm -hmm. and the ceremony is quite short. Um, I thought there would be a lot more to it. Was it like 30 minutes? Not even, probably yeah. like 15 minutes, like the mm. getting into the building, which is very high security. And, you know, it's like going through, going to a, um, going to the airport, metal detector, take off your shoes, mm -hmm. check your water, all sorts of things. And uh, that took longer than the actual ceremony itself. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel I wanted them to make as big a deal as the whole 10, 12 year process has been, you tell, know, tell them about the, the judge. Oh, <laughs> pop some champagne. Uh, the judge came to us via zoom <laughs> and, uh, the connection wasn't that great. <laughs> and so the judge was sort of fading in and out, uh, as he was reading the oath of allegiance. That's crazy. <laughs> you would think like, you would think the, uh, the newest, freshest, most proud Americans, you would want them to in fact, be as proud as possible <laughs> to be joining the country and not be sort of like sketched out that they're joining a country that can't even get a proper video conference done. <laughs> I didn't think anybody was even thinking about that. Uh, I just chuckled because the, the gentleman who is running the ceremony said, I hope this internet connection improves. I was like, so this, this happens often? This happens often. Uh, but I think this was the first naturalization ceremony in months. Oh, really? Um, because, yeah, I mean, everything's been closed because of coronavirus. So, hmm. You think this was the first one Yeah. that they did? Yeah, we were supposed to have it in March, February or March. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little bit delayed, but here we are. I feel a sense of responsibility. I mean, they don't tell you how to become an American you know, how to be the best American. Yeah. They just say vote. Right. Uh, pretty much. Sure. You know. Well, they... Uh, like vote. I mean, there was some... Sorry, there were some of those questions on the test beforehand on, a, on the other day. Not to, not during this day, but like when the test that you had to take. So like your responsibilities and duties as an oh, American. Oh, sure. Like you take the test. I think I guess the naturalization test. Probably, yeah. So you have to learn all the different who different branches of government and who your senator is. Yeah. So it's, it's like a primer of like, this is how the system works. Um, so you learn about jury duty. Yeah. That's in addition. So you'll be getting that in the mail. You'll have that to look forward to. <laughs> no fake jury duty anymore. I can't prove that I'm not American. That's right. You, they somehow, they, for some reason, they sent you one before. When no, as soon as you have a, a driver's license number, you are, you know, this, you sort of put in the jury duty system. Okay. Um, and then you have to. I mean, I spent what a whole week trying to prove that I wasn't an American, so I couldn't do jury so duty. You could get out. So that's proper American right there, trying to get out of jury duty. <laughs> well, I couldn't have gone anyway because as soon as I went uh -huh. there, they would have turned that's me away. That's what we all say. <laughs> so, do you feel like you're cheating on South Africa? Maybe a little bit, but I also think that. Do you think South Africa understands? I think South Africa understands. South Africa yeah. said they would be okay to let America be a side chick. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah, South Africa said, no, that's cool. You can have America as your side chick. Didn't know South Africa was so progressive. South Africa is very progressive. Interesting. 
South Africa. <laughs> so if you want somewhere to go where you can have a side chick, South Africa. You're really selling it. <laughs> Some people are looking up flights right now. <laughs> Polygamy is a thing in South Africa. So is how it? Could, yeah. How could, Jacob Zuma, who was, was hmm. the president of South Africa, had multiple wives huh. in 2000s and That's fine, something. I guess. If everyone's into it, a long a conversation for another day. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm. I do. I feel a, a responsibility though to become not involved in the political process so much, but to understand better how America works. Um, but most importantly, I I think that in any country, the inhabitants of the country are much 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 more important than the construct of yeah. the country itself like the idea of america mm-hmm. um the idea of countries is good because it is supposed to bring people together so that they feel like they belong right isn't that like a big thing we have friends and we join groups and organizations and churches to feel a sense of belonging. But at the end of the day, whether I was a citizen of Sweden or, you know, China, the actual human bodies inside or, you know, because it's not even a real thing. Like the border is not real. There's no real border. Yep. So the construct of countries, I think, causes us so much more strife because we have to it's not a tangible thing so i was doing a a course on i think it was through harvard i don't know one of these coursera courses that are free like learning how to learn and the lady was talking about how it's it's so much tougher to learn subjects like maybe physics because you can't see it all the time Mm -hmm. so you have to create equivalence hmm. right the, the, like real life equivalence to understand and that's the same idea for our country right so we yes in my head you sort of okay uh countries like this but the reality is it's constructs and ideas so with that said it is empowering to know that because we can always change the construct and ideas of what America, South Africa, Sweden, all these places stand for. Yeah. And how that's how we can become the people that we think we are or the people we want to become. Hmm. So that was because I was uh, a couple of months ago, I was just like, oh, my goodness, I, I just I just come onto this planet, country of birth. Racist country, apartheid. Okay, great. Leave there, come to America. Oh, shit. Okay. Same, oh, same, same, but different. I was just like, what within me is obsessed with these countries? Forget all that. Do you, do you love our flag? <laughs> uh, that's I, what's important. Okay. I love the flag. I mean, that's what you plead <laughs> allegiance to, right? The flag? That's right. To the flag. Why the flag, do you think? I don't know. You're American. <laughs> You're supposed to know this. Well, it's it's symbolism. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's symbolic. Mm. A lot of... So we need to... Like, if we took away the symbolic 
things the idea is supposed to be about the actual inhabitants of the place not so much you know yeah the people are supposed to be more important than the uh the like you said the construct right and i think sometimes that's where we we go astray yeah because we then place the construct above yeah well actual human I, life i think people become uh maybe afraid if the construct becomes something completely different than what has uh become the norm for them yeah like who likes change yeah literally nobody yeah yep. i mean you can you em- you can embrace change or fight against it but no human is like yeah change me change everything <laughs> change 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 sure but and then at the same time like everything changes all the time right right it's going to change no matter so what so that's going to cause some some drama <laughs> <laughs> yeah whether you like it or not everything is impermanent so it will they will be change uh you're changing all the time like i have my gray hair is back and longer than the last time that i plucked it out of my head um and andrew's beard is becoming salt and peppery yeah especially thanks to yesterday okay shall we talk about that no now that i'm american and everybody knows that i'm american tell me about your what about it all i know is that you woke up and greeted me Yeah. So lovingly <laughs> made me the most delicious grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. And then went cold. <laughs> Absolutely ice cold. No communication yeah. from about 11 a.m. until we had tacos and you barely spoke to me then. Mhm. And then all night. Mhm. What was happening Andrew Nimi? Just just poker. How can you let poker take over 24 hours of your day or like your whole 12 well, hour day? Well, I think that's day? I think that's a good question. And okay. The reason I think is because I'm not doing anything else at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing poker. Mhm. So there's no like other project to work on at least like that I am working on. Right. Uh so that's just like the main focus and If I'm not working on that and it's not if that's not going well, then nothing's going well. I know that feeling <laughs> so, all too well. I mean, this is going well. You're an American now. That's good. <laughs> But, But I know that feeling. It's easy to feeling. forget. It's yeah. easy to forget everything else because I didn't have to like aside from renting the car and driving you around, I didn't really have to do anything. So, this is like the thing that I'm putting the most effort into at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, when that's not going well, it's extremely aggravating <laughs> but that is because of a flawed thought process right well i'm sure yeah because the process says the amount of time should equal the positivity of result which is not correct and poker and well it probably does in the long term Yes, but we're talking about one day, yeah. which you were always when you're making your videos the most objective about and Yeah, but I also have like little goals uh I guess which probably are dumb to set 
but like I want to set like mini goals of like winning a certain amount and then like cashing out a mm-hmm. certain amount just to like have progress either either that or like regular income from it or whatever right so when it's like looks like it's starting to like really come together and pretty close to like that mini goal and then just take like three steps backwards yeah, yeah always don't talk to me <laughs> ice cold <laughs> so anyway i thankfully am very happy to hang out by myself and keep myself very entertained yeah i didn't bother you yesterday the i mean this Normally is you want a lot of attention <laughs> from me yeah not when you're in a bad mood nobody wants attention from a grouch okay you know but this has been really helpful for me because because you see what you look like from the outside when you're mad <laughs> <laughs> no but not wanting to fix it I think yesterday was the first day I didn't want to fix it or make it better. Well, I was you made, like, "You made tacos and gave me a margarita." That's that's making it. That's, I, I was going to. Ma- I had already planned to eat tacos on Friday, hmm. so it was the first time during quarantine where I was like, "We are all allowed to feel exactly how we want." If Angie wants to be miserable, cheers, margarita for you, because. Usually I'm like, oh, I have to fix it. How do I fix, mm-hmm. you know, how do I fix his feelings? How yeah. do I make him not so angry? Because, the, you know, just sort of dragging you out of that idea of it's very small sample. It's it's one session. We You'll be fine. Yeah, but I think part of it is because I haven't, I still haven't really like proven anything as far as like, for like this one thing. So like playing online PLO. Right. And like being even semi-successful at it. Like it's going okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it a success. So even though it's like one day, it's like the whole thing hasn't, we like haven't really accomplished much. Sure. At least like results wise. But I still assume there is little lessons to be learned if we can bring our anger level down and analyze it (laughs) from a reasonable perspective. But that's also to say one thing can take over your whole life experience and nothing. You always tell me that nothing is really that important in this, in this sense. That's that's, that's you. For me, it's different. Oh, so you just giving me (laughs) advice you don't take for yourself. Wonderful. Okay. Just kidding. What are you grateful for, Andrew Nimi? <sighs> Tacos that you made me. Okay, what else? Because I always find that to just get out of the negative thought, I always have to go back to realize all the good that I do have in my life. So what are you grateful for, Nimi? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess that's it's nice to do and it's nice to say, but it just doesn't work in the moment. Sure it does. It works the next day <laughs> when you realize that, like, you still have a bankroll, you know, and mm. a roof over your head. And, I mean, we need to go grocery shopping, but we do have some food. We have plenty of food, just we're, so you know. But we don't really. have snacks. We don't, we have, don't have bananas. Yeah, or so peanut butter. Andrew's diet consists of bananas, 
peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mediterranean feast from Trader Joe's. <laughs> if anybody goes to Trader Joe's, there's a Mediterranean feast That's right. that Andrew is obsessed with. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Actually, the grape leaves in that are the better pre-packaged <laughs> grape leaves that I've ever had. Uh, Com- compared to the sprouts grape leaves, uh, which I think are still good as if you need a fix of grape leaves which yeah, but they, everyone does from they time to time preserve them with something fake because you can taste it nah, it tastes it's just lemon juice no it's not we use lemon juice every single day and that is anyway. not just lemon juice anyway uh because if there's no banana mediterranean feast uh peanut butter granola granola 10 bags of potato chips <laughs> There's no food in this house. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> or eggs. We have eggs in the morning. We don't have any eggs either. There's still food. Eggs are not the only food that you can eat. We're basically starving. <laughs> but we have money to get more food, so that's good. Don't say that. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm grateful for all, all sorts of things, but... Yeah, let's hear them. Let's hear them. But there's always but... That's not gratitude. There's no but after gra- after grateful but. Why not? Because then that's well, not then that, isn't gratitude. Well, then isn't that like, isn't that uh, uh, disregarding your negative feelings? No, we've spoken about this multiple What's the difference again? Times. Tell me again. Appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation says in this moment, uh-huh. this is what I'm in appreciation for. And it's not in comparison to what I had yesterday or what I'll have tomorrow or what somebody else has. Just an ad, like in this moment. Do you know what I am in deep appreciation for? What? Summer fruit. Summer fruit? Oh, my goodness. The pineapple is so sweet. The peaches, the blueberries. That's the good. Berries. I'm glad you're, you, I'm glad you like the simple things in life. What? What are the complicated things in life that I I that that I will become grateful for when I get them? Tell me about those. Um. Uh, Chamath. S- spread options. Chamath's wealth. Spread options strategies. <laughs> <laughs> those things are, are complicated. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> Thank you for for sharing your knowledge. Okay. Did we solve anything? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know. How do you feel? Do you feel better after talking about it? (sighs) No. 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 Uh, I'll probably feel better when... uh, You've made all your money back? No. Well, yeah. but Or, that's not (laughs) the only way. If uh, if I can figure out some way to, like, start uh, making some regular content again. So if you have any ideas for Andrew to make content besides going out on the strip to play poker. Sure. Send them on us. Hello at tellspodcast.com. Yeah. Fire away. So. I do have ideas. I just need to get off the office chair or bed or couch and go outside and do them. Oh, really? Tell me more. Can you talk about them here or not yet? No. You always say, just show people, don't tell people what you're going to do. Right? Right. 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 Okay. Do we have any listener feedback? Zero. Nice. No listener feedback. Uh, 
title of last week's podcast decline in click click <laughs> click listenership <laughs> oh, yeah that is the if that's the word and mm. i don't usually check the podcast stats at all um but i happened to look when did you look this morning oh okay um yeah there's been a <laughs> Don't talk about protests <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. This is a don't you title your podcast about a protest? This is a non-serious podcast, in case you forgot. I mean, of course, I think that's like the best part of life is being able to make light of things that are supposed to be serious. Yeah. Because laughter is so so important. Mm-hmm. This week, I I I had a book that I wanted to listen to it's a book by Audrey Lord called your silence will not save you okay and that's been haunting me okay so the she says that she so Audrey Lord is a writer female black lesbian and she says you know she was always very afraid to speak her truth whether it was about not being heterosexual or about being black or about being a woman, all these things. And one, then she went into the hospital because she had something wrong with her. So she had to then wait. So she had all these tests done and had to wait like two weeks to get the results. And during that time, she was thinking about her death as well as all the things that she not said because of fear of judgment and what people would say or how it would come across, you know, like, is it right? Is it wrong to say these things? Mm. And as that time drew, like the time to get the results, she was like, you're going to die. Like you could die. Nobody knows what's wrong with you and you could die. And you're being silent about the things that, you say are important to you that didn't save you from inevitable death, mm-hmm. you know, that could come from uh, getting hit by a car or an illness or whatever the case is. And that's been haunting me all week. So just like speaking about things in general or. Yeah. And I think it doesn't have to be only about things that we consider problems or catastrophes. It also has to do with, like telling somebody that you love them when you sometimes you just go oh you know they know Mm. or expressing something to somebody Mm -hmm. whether you want to be with that person you know like shoot your shot you hear that podcast listeners (laughs) i love you and i want to be with you (laughs) even though you probably already know that I just need to make sure and say it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very moved by that idea that your silence will not save you. Sure. So, because there's also a big part of speaking out about world issues that we don't want to do it, right? Because it's uncomfortable. And we've been talking about this for like four weeks now. But. The more we talk about it, the more comfortable we will get in being able to talk about them because you can think and then you will say the wrong thing 
a lot of the time you will misquote stats or whatever the case is but that doesn't mean you shouldn't talk about it because the more like if we do get somebody who pushes back against your thought then maybe you take that away and investigate it yeah you know but the more constantly we become uncomfortable the better it is the better it is why because that discomfort becomes your new normal okay and then you somebody else will make you more uncomfortable and then that discomfort becomes your new normal sure until and it's like a self investigation thing because a lot of the time especially on this podcast i will say something uh-huh and then listening back when we edit i'm like oh my god but i can't take it out because the whole like, like what i don't know like off the top of my head but sometimes i'm just like i my god i wish i hadn't said it like that but the truth is that that statement then i have to go back and go do i really believe that do i believe it in that way if i were to say it the way i think i should have said it what would that be and why right is am i saying it do i want to say it differently because i don't want to make other people uncomfortable because i don't want to make myself uncomfortable because there is a big part of me and you and i can just speak for myself that wants people to like me mm. you know and so you say something and i'm just like oh people are not going to like me anymore because i said said such a thing in this way I never I never took you for somebody who would uh not say things. Right, it's no it's not usually the content. Some it's a lot of the time the way I say it. Yeah. Because even when we have a yeah, disagreement, you always seem like yourself to me when you're having conversations with people. Yeah, but I do but I t- I try and think about things first before I talk about it? I don't think so. I think it just flows for you. You're one of those people that can just just speak. No. Speak whatever's on your mind as it comes to your mind and I'm one of those people that has to stop and think and then figure out what I want to say and how I want to say it. So that's why I speak less because I'm not sure about things yet. About how I want to phrase things. And I need time to process things. <laughs> what other people are saying and then I need time to process it and report back. Whereas you seem to just it just seems to be more fluid for you. If I'm talking about something that I know, like not know, but I if I'm so. Even when it's not something you know about, you ask questions, you ask all the right questions. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually not very good at asking questions. I don't know. I I have purposely made it my mission to not because I get very embarrassed about asking questions and that's like old stuff like from school I don't it's nonsense you. i don't believe you okay <laughs> you were in my head you're the one living in my head <laughs> you're the one who knows what the experience is like in my head uh no just observation <laughs> well i mean you're not with me 24/7 so you don't know what's going on i, guess I think so. you just If we're having a conversation and you say to me go think about it and come back to me I will definitely do that whereas you mm, 
you could be like, yeah, I'll think about it, which really means I don't want to talk about well, this anymore. No, it means I'll think about it for like a year and then I'll come back to you. <laughs> I'll think about it for a year. Yeah, it I mean, takes I guess me longer. That's why I, I just, I guess we'll have to put a time, time limit well, to circle back. It doesn't work that way. I'm still, I need more time to think about it. Yeah, but it's not like you're doing anything actively <laughs> to be thinking about it. You just like put it in the back burner. You're like, brain, just figure it out. That's like, right. I'm not going to get any life... more information about this one topic. Yeah, but... as life unfolds, then it presents itself in different ways. <laughs> and I find the best way that works. And then I bring it up two years later. And I'm like, you know what? You were right. <laughs> Remember two years ago when you said... I should eat better. <laughs> it turns out I've, I've tried eating poorly and good and your way works. So, so yeah, I just need more time. You, you don't need any time. You're good. You're perfect. Thumbs up. No. Perfect American. <laughs> the perfect American. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about since we don't have listener feedback, but I don't remember what it is. The, the schedule is out for the WSOP thing. So if people want to go check that out, we talked about it last week, but nobody listened last week. So there's, <laughs> there's WSOP thing online, online events, two of them happening. Schedules are out now. Check it out. One's on WSOP.com. The other's on ggpoker.com. So have you decided which one, what your first event's going to be? And this... Probably the first day, July 1st. I don't know what it is. It's like $400 buy-in or something like that. Okay. Which is reasonable size for an online tournament. I usually don't play tournaments that are that sizable. Yeah, that's a lot of money for so an online tournament. Don't get mad if I lose all the money. I know. If anybody has... Um, Poker tips? A casita uh, in somewhere where it's not in the desert, I would be happy to rent it for the month of July. So. Why, oh, you don't want to be around the tilt? Yeah, no. So if you have a granny flat with a pool, preferably your house has a pool, then write to me. Hello at healthpodcast.com because I might need to come and uh, stay there for a Don't worry. Bit. It'll be fine. That's what you always say. So if you're an ice cold for we'll probably cash, cash some- game. We'll probably cash something. I hope so. <laughs> Jesus, I hope. Are you going to be streaming these? Uh, yep. These tournaments. Yep. Only if you go deep. Nope. All of them, all the time. All of them, all the time. That's not true. Yeah, I wonder if we should get a, another place, a little stream apartment, stream house, stream apartment, <laughs> stream house, uh, for the month of July, so you can stream all the time. Yeah, or every... or longer. Okay, go mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get one. Get a place. Yeah. Do it. How, what do you think your schedule is going to be? Like pretty serious, pretty locked in. No time for making me breakfast. I've gotten quite used to that. I think it, it probably doesn't start super early, but I'm not positive. Let's okay. check it out. So my Report back next week. My breakfast will remain. So today, when, while we're recording, this is the 27th. Uh, so yeah, they start next Wednesday. So we'll have already started by then. So, well, it'll be interesting to see next episode. I'm very afraid. <laughs> All right. Any other exciting things happening in the poker industry? Mm, 
Polka gossip. Oh, I saw no. Live at the Bike was back. Live at the Bike is back with plexiglass and face masks. So we'll see. We'll see uh, how long they're back for. Numbers looking a little sketchy around these parts. Oh, you mean the spike in coronavirus cases? Yeah, that little thing. <laughs> uh, so we're going to hope for the best. Please look after yourselves. Yes. Stay safe, stay healthy. And until next time, bye. Bye. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. So why did you throw your know. hand it's up? It's just suddenly over. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, listeners of the podcast, if this is too short for you no, to. I just didn't see you come. That's fine. I didn't throw my hand up like that. Okay. Bye.